Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So, obviously, we just watched (laughs) Awake, the performance in Sydney. I mean, we're doing a Wings episode, Mm -hmm. and by the end of all this research and just hanging out and talking about it, like, this song was in both of our heads, Mm -hmm. and I said, can we please watch Awake in Sydney? Because if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know it's like one of our favorite top performances Mm -hmm. of any member of bts it's just jen is so incredible yeah it's one of the best fan cams and just this particular performance in sydney i don't know what it is but the whole performance it's just like goosebumps on repeat like it's just chilling and beautiful um you guys should definitely go and watch it but yeah after we were done with research the obviously the last short film is jen's Awake. awake And we Mm -hmm. just couldn't stop singing it. And you were like, we have to watch the Awake performance in Sydney. (laughs) I don't know if watching it helped either because it's still in my head. I want to sing it this whole time. (laughs) But it's, oh God, it was so worth it. Mm -hmm. He's so incredible. It was so good. Mm -hmm. We'll link the, the fan cam so you guys can can all watch it um, and appreciate with us. Mm -hmm. But we want to say a very warm welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, guys. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though. So if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, BTS BTS is is finally finally on a break. break. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Thank goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like they have never been on a break, especially something this long, a hiatus since we've stand them. Yeah. I don't think they've ever done an extended uh, break. No, they so never yeah, have. this is this is a first, and we're really happy about it. And mm-hmm. honestly, this quote-on extended break is still not that long in comparison to like what artists in America do and and things like that. Like I think they yeah they've been going nonstop, and then to have just like a couple month break is quote-on extended. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy for them. I'm so happy for them, and if you guys are too, then you're in the right place. 
today we are going to talk about The Wings short films. This is going to be part one of what we think is going to be like a three-part little episode on mm. Wings because there's just so much to unpack with this era and we just want to do it all the justice. Um, mm. But before we get into it, we have to thank you wonderful, amazing armies for being here and for supporting us. If you're a fan of this show and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about us, um, by writing a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or really wherever you listen. Um, and then if you want to go above and beyond and show us some more support, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Really, guys, any type of support you provide is super appreciated. We love being here. We love doing this. Yeah, we love Um, it so much. I do want to slide one little thing in about the advertisement (laughs) since we kind of addressed it. Our ad is only being played in Kentucky. So for all you Kentucky listeners, you heard it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know know. how many listeners we have in Kentucky, but... But they didn't tell us to get an ad person. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's fine. Um, Yeah. But we are still excited about it. It's still a huge step towards... it's still cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, another thing is that this week on Twitter, um, Eileen asked us if we would consider posting our episode notes on Patreon. Um, so I think, I think I'm going to start doing that. We do. That's super easy to provide you all. They all exist. Yeah. Yeah, They (laughs) all exist. I mean, some of them somehow get lost. Like we try to go back and find like, oh, let's find the episode for, you know, the notes for 56. Like we were talking about whatever. Can't find Mm -hmm. them. Nowhere to be found. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) we sometimes reference back to, to episodes and we'll go back to those docs. Uh-huh. Yeah. But some go MIA. Yeah, strangely, which is crazy because very weird. They should just be somewhere on Google Docs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will start doing that. So if you're a patron on our Patreon, then you can have access to our show notes and you know, like our document that we uh put together every week and mm-hmm. kind of talk through as we're recording. Yeah, it'd be cool if you guys like went in and commented on on them if you wanted to. Or oh something. my god, that would be so. We would cool. get an email notification so we could see you guys if you wanted to like comment something. Cool. Yeah, I'll put. Yeah, I'll just email. share the doc with you and then make it so that you can comment on it and you guys can do that. That'd be fucking That'd rad. Be cool. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're <laughs> we're excited to do that. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and dive into some content of the week and mm-hmm. just kind of continue what we were talking about because my content of the week is BTS being on break. Um, mm-hmm. I when I saw the news, I didn't even see like how long it was for or anything. I was just like, great because they need it. They like yeah. you said at the top. They've never been on a hiatus like mm-hmm. especially of this length. And um, they definitely deserve it. Somebody said on Twitter that, like, this is the first birthday Jungkook is going to spend with his family since he was 13 and he's turning 22. And I was like, fuck, like, they deserve this so much. Mm -hmm. So I'm just glad that they're on break and hopefully all resting and relaxing and doing things that they Mm -hmm. love to do and being normal 20 year olds. 
Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying mm-hmm. themselves and being apart a little bit and getting mm-hmm. time with their family and their other friends mm-hmm. and just not having to worry about work. Like they've been worked so hard. Yeah. Very just, well deserved this, this break. They do just to like, not even think about work, you know, um, I'm mm-hmm. in the midst of going back to school, uh, you know, second year of teaching mm-hmm. and I just had the summer off and now I'm like, shit, like the school year already. And it's only, mm-hmm. you know, they've been doing it since 2013. The school year is only like nine months. And, yeah. you know, so literally they've been going for years, nonstop. literally years without a break. <laughs> and I like need by, by the end of, you know, second semester last year, I needed a break. I got a two month mm-hmm. break. Like, you know, so I can't by the imagine. end of four o'clock. I need a break. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so true they they deserve this they so deserve it I can't imagine how Mm -hmm. tired and you know overworked they've been so I know we're both really happy about them going on a break Mm -hmm. even though I know I just said like last week like wow I need comeback like I need BTS music we miss them but we 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 will survive of course we will (laughs) and it's people have been saying it's good for ARMY too like ARMY gets a break at this point and Mm -hmm. everyone can catch up on their run episodes I loved that I kept seeing uh people talking about how Big Hit announced that they were going on a break and then less than 24 hours later Jimin posted a V live. <laughs> oh yeah. Jimin. Yeah, of course. He feeds you all so well. With multiple other members too, <laughs> with like Taeyong and Hobi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um another thing that I want to address is that neither of us saw Bring the Soul. Uh, it's the, a serious bummer it is you mm-hmm. didn't have any showings within like four hours from where you lived like which, five or six hours yeah. i would had to have driven to colorado like i don't remember <laughs> where in colorado but fort collins colorado i would have had yeah. to driven to fort collins colorado from rapid city south dakota six i think it was like almost six hours that's so fucking so, crazy i it's a serious bummer and I was like Kayla you should just go and FaceTime me and I'll just watch yeah. <laughs> over FaceTime I'll pay an extra ticket I don't care <laughs> yeah we were like well you know we'll even pay for two tickets and I'll just like yeah. sit in the back and FaceTime um mm-hmm. I didn't go here in Kansas City even though there were multiple theaters with multiple showings on multiple days um and I was very lucky to have those options, but I didn't go. And I really have no excuse other than I've just been getting ready for the school year. And I just, you know, yeah, it wasn't it was a priority when it came out, mm-hmm. you know, I would have loved, don't get me wrong, to sit there and FaceTime you the whole time and yeah. live react with you. And that would have been really fun. Um, mm-hmm. But I just didn't get my shit together to like buy tickets it's and okay. do it. Yeah. We'll just have to buy it and then watch it together. Yeah, it's coming on Weverse. Okay, well then cool, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, the reason we're bringing it up is normally I think we would end up doing an episode on Bring the Soul, but we probably won't do a Bring the Soul episode yeah. ever. Maybe at some point, I don't know, but yeah. I just, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. So my content of the week was really easy because Young released Winter Bear, yes. which was just this ultimate treat after work. Like I had already had kind of a, a hard day and I come home 
and I hadn't texted you back all day and you were like, I'm so sorry I spammed you. And I was like, no, I just have been working, haven't been able to look at my phone. I love reading your texts, but (laughs) I just hadn't been in connection with anything. I was so busy all day long. And then you hadn't mentioned Winter Bear at all to me. (laughs) And out of all these texts you sent me, you didn't say anything about Winter Bear. And I I get on like YouTube for like a split second and it shows that... Winter Bear is is Young's new song that he released with a video, mm-hmm. which I love the video. It's so endearing. I've cried twice now watching it, um, <laughs> and I am not. I don't. I don't feel bad about it. I'm not no. embarrassed. Why would you? Because, and it's one particular part that sends me into tears. It's the part where he's sitting and he's eating food by himself, but there's like clearly someone like filming him and Mm -hmm. he's sitting there and there's just this shot from a distance and he starts laughing because he's like it's like a nervous like embarrassed kind of laugh and it's just so cute and it just brings the tears yeah 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 I uh I want to just say that I didn't not text you about it because I like didn't know about it or because I didn't think it wasn't important to share but like I was at work stupid like they redid the wi-fi and so right now we don't have access to wi-fi on personal devices so like Mm -hmm. I can't log into wi-fi on my phone and there's no service so the only time I got Mm -hmm. any service all day was when we went out to lunch (laughs) and I like I, I we had notifications on twitter like so how do you guys feel about winter bear and like you know And I was thinking, like, I don't have time to watch this or do anything with this right now. So I'm going to file it to the back of my brain until Mm. I actually talk with Bethany and we can listen to it and freak out about it. And uh, then when you texted me Winter Bear and I was like, yes, oh, my God. Like, how did I not text you about it yet? I was like, yeah, at the gym. But, you know, yeah, it's fine. It's so good. It's like Mm -hmm. a lullaby. It's, it's by far my favorite song. It's my yeah. favorite song that he's put out. Yeah. I I really do love it so much. And um, a full English song. I know. Yeah. Su- it was surprising to me. Very it's just very impressive. Mm-hmm. And I love the video because it's just artistic. It's just one hundred percent. I love the one the shot that's coming to my mind right now is where he's like riding around in a car and he like he's taking pictures like out the window and I was like Mm -hmm. "Ah, that's so him like I just love it so much they also released a recent Bantan Bomb and Jungkook makes fun of him like he like has his mouth gaping while pretending to take a picture Mm -hmm. it's really cute (laughs) (laughs) um so uh, in other news content of the week i think we just have to mention it before they ended up going on this extended time off they had their latte duty free like family concert Mm -hmm. and they all looked stunning jungkook's long messy hair taehyung being way too provocative with his movements (laughs) on stage uh freaking hobie looked just so good and expensive and he was just a full like performer that night i mean he always is but mm-hmm. he just was really owning the stage uh yoongi looked good jin's haircut jimin's makeup 
freaking Namjoon's pecs coming out. Like it was <laughs> the whole thing was overwhelming and it was just like last year. Yeah. Lade Duty, their yeah. concert last year was a lot to take in. It's uh so good and I really love Jungkook's long hair like mm-hmm. I was seeing pictures on Twitter of him like in January of this year and now in August of this year at the concert and I, and it's so much longer and like curly wavy mm-hmm. fuck I'm just waiting for him to throw it up in, in a bun like mm-hmm. we're so close we're so close you guys <laughs> we're like when they there. come back you know in like October or whenever they're coming back Mm-hmm. It's going to be in a bun. Yeah. yeah. I hope. <laughs> we we can just hope. We can hope. <laughs> okay. So for this week, we're going to talk about all of the Wings short films, one through seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to kind of start off talking about this book, Damien, that is really heavily referenced throughout all of the short films. Um, it's a lot of where the quotes come from at the beginning with Namjoon. So... We're going to mention just the setting of each short film, the quote that Namjoon says at the beginning, and then any sort of connections or theories that we can make through them. Um, There's a lot of symbolism that goes into all of these short films that we're going to touch on. A lot of them we've talked on in the Save Me Webtoon series that we did. Mm -hmm. So we might reference to some of that, but really it's hard not to get into it with these short films because it's really prominent in all of them. Mm -hmm. It's like all theories shit and like kind of like backstory i mean the short films are setting the scene for wings and Mm -hmm. kind of giving us a little bit of information and telling us you know like what kind of character or what role um each member is playing and what kind of like things represent them is what we really get to find out from this uh from these short films yeah so (laughs) um we have some links that we'll put in the description for you guys if you want to go see. But just from Spark Notes, I believe we just have a little bit of a summary of what this book is that Wings's kind of like concepts are based on. Um, so in Demian, uh, Emile Sinclair is a young boy who is raised in a middle class home amidst what's described as shine welt, a play on words meaning world of light, as well as world of illusion. Sinclair's entire existence can be summarized as a struggle between two worlds, the show world of illusion related to the Hindu concept of Maya, the idea that the world is an illusion, and then the real world, the world of spiritual truth. In the novel, Sinclair is caught between good and evil, represented as light and dark realms. Accompanied and prompted by his mysterious classmate and friend Max Demian, he detaches from and revolts against the superficial ideals of the world, um, of the world of appearances, and eventually awakens to a realization of self. So Mm -hmm. that's a lot to unpack. Um, that's just like the spark note summary. Uh, it will make more sense. Not even that we're going super into the book, but like we Mm -hmm. are talking about themes or things that come from this book and are inspired by it. So that's just baseline knowledge. That's really all you need to know to get into the rest of wings. Mm -hmm. Especially that the two worlds, like that show of illusion and the Mm -hmm. real world, which is the world of spiritual truth. Mm -hmm. I think that has a lot to do with the concepts that go into Wings. Yeah. And a lot of people, even before we realized that Wings was based on this book, like when we did this research, 
we've heard people before reference good and evil when talking about the symbolism, especially in like blood, sweat and mm-hmm. tears. Um, and then some of the quotes actually, even just in the first quote and begin, they mention realms. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just something that comes up another kind of little relation to that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go ahead and get into Begin, which is the very first short film with Jungkook. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the setting. It's all in one room pretty much throughout the entire entire short film. So the setting is this like dark house. There's a white bed. There's like wooden floors. Um, there's kind of like pictures of uh, that you see behind where there's like rain that comes through like window type stuff. But other mm-hmm. than that, it's just like this dark room that he's in. Yeah. Um, so the quote that's read at the beginning of this says the realms of day and night, two different worlds coming from two opposite poles mingled during this time. So this is a quote from the book. Um, So there's more quotes that go with the other little short Mm -hmm. films like we talked about. So this is just kind Mm -hmm. of one that they felt fit in with this little story. And Bethany, you said earlier that you feel like these quotes were like all Namjoon's idea. I do. (laughs) I 100% believe that this was all Namjoon. Yeah, he's uh, really at the beginning of this. We kind of laughed every time that he first came on because it's just a dark screen and it just comes out of nowhere. This mm-hmm. like I said, he's he just sounds like Dumbledore, like wisdom, <laughs> like he's about to lay some wisdom on us. And yeah, you know, which is what he does, which is exactly um, what he does. Yeah, it's I really love that he added this in there. And I maybe it wasn't his idea, but I feel like there's no way it wasn't. <laughs> like if he read the book, yeah. you know, like for yeah. in preparation. Mm-hmm. He's like, these quotes need to go in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the very first like connection or theory that we come across with Jungkook's short film as he's laying in bed and he's kind of tossing and turning like he's having a nightmare and it's you hear this like car crash Mm -hmm. and that car crash sound is very symbolic of his story and what is to come but at this moment in time we really don't know any of it yeah but we just hear this car crashing and he's like kind of crying and dreaming about it Mm -hmm. but we really have no idea yeah at this point Mm mm-hmm um, we also see a painting that people have talked at length about this painting yeah. and kind of like tried to debate like, you know, who it is supposed to represent in BTS. A lot of people say it's like possibly Yoongi and Jungkook combined. There's like mm-hmm. other theories where you can kind of see like multiple of the members in it, like even Young. I feel like when we watched mm-hmm. this, you were like, it looks like Young." Um, mm-hmm. But there's also theories that the painting like relates back to Demian and a painting mm-hmm. that's in that book. Um, mm-hmm. But really, a lot of people relate it to a connection additionally between Yoongi and Jungkook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really does kind of look like a mixture of Yoongi and Jungkook, but it's just really hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's also like a drawing on the floor and this drawing, people are pretty certain that this is a drawing of Yoongi from the music video run. Mm -hmm. And there's like people who've put 
you know, that exact picture of Yoongi and that exact drawing of Yoongi from the short film and like overlaid them mm-hmm. saying like, yeah, this is definitely him. And I agree. I agree too. We went and looked it up uh-huh. and I do remember seeing how side by side they mm-hmm. look so similar. Mm-hmm. There's also a piano in the room that he's in that ends up lighting up in flames very symbolic of Yoongi's storyline and what's going on with Yoongi. The painting also burns up in flames and you just see Jungkook crying and yells out young. Yeah. Like he just like he knows what's going on, but he, there's nothing he can do to change it. Yeah. It's, it's like heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last kind of symbol that we have to talk about is the bird on Jungkook's shirt. Even if you don't know anything about what, wings is based off of you notice the bird and you notice that like the bird and the feathers are like a theme with jungkook so mm-hmm. in demian they have the sparrow hawk and the sparrow hawk is representative of a desire to break free and to be independent um mm-hmm. and that's the type of bird that was on his shirt so Mm -hmm. that's like his symbol and so obviously from that we can say him himself is symbolic of wanting to break free and to be independent or at least free from whatever's going on Mm -hmm. and the sparrowhawk comes up repetitively throughout the short films Mm -hmm. we see the sparrowhawk a lot towards the end of the short film we see him holding a like a drawing of a small drawing mm-hmm. of the sparrow hawk and putting it in an envelope. And that's mm-hmm. one of the, one of the last things we see. Mm-hmm. So going into the second short film, the second short film is lie, which is Jimin's song. This setting he's in this all white isolated room and there's this hospital bed there's an empty hospital bed next to him sometimes it's just the one hospital bed uh but everything is all white there is nothing Mm -hmm. there's really just nothing but there's also a scene of him at this long table with a camera with this like fake arm this molded sculpted fake arm that's holding a video camera um, and then there's also like an apple that he has but it's just we think that the setting really symbolizes and heavily emphasizes the loneliness that he's experiencing mm-hmm. the isolation that he has really no one there with him yeah and that really didn't hit us watching this until seeing it now this time refreshed mm-hmm. in like the the understanding that we got from the save me webtoon um, it really hit us in a different perspective, seeing him sit alone at that table and seeing how the the thing recording him wasn't even a hu- another human. It was mm-hmm. a, almost like robotic looking arm coming arm. out of the table yeah. that, yeah, it totally. It was kind of robotic yeah. Yeah, and it just totally um, screams at us that he is so isolated and that he has no one. Um I just can't believe that we, at least I didn't see it. I, of course, thought it was a fucking sculpted arm, but I'm so dumb. (laughs) I think I'm just in, like, blood, sweat, and tears, wings mode. Yeah. Sculptures. sculptures. (laughs) Um, Uh, No, it's fine. Uh, So the quote at the beginning of this short film says, My parents' house made up one realm. This realm was familiar to me in almost every way. Mother and father, love and strictness, model behavior, and school. So, I mean, 
taken out of context from the book, but still it seems like one of those things that a lot of us can identify with. We all kind of know what that Mm -hmm. feels like and what that is like. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the parent quote goes really well for lie because with Jimin's story, it's like he isn't home anymore, but it's really his mother's decision Mm -hmm. for him to be there. Yeah. At the hospital. But again, we're playing off the Save Me webtoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so glad we know this info. Me too. Yeah. So let's get into All some right. connections and theories. Mm-hmm. So the the first thing that we really see is this forest painting. Um, it's like, I mean, I've always really liked this painting. It's, you know, blues and greens in the trees. And he just kind of stares off, in my opinion, like longingly at it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's in this psychiatric ward, which Bethany said is like all completely white room. There's nothing in it besides this painting on the wall. And it's just such a strong contrast compared to the white clinical environment. Mm -hmm. So it really stands out. And of course, it represents the outside where he can't be. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's heartbreaking to look Mm at. Uh, We also see a bathtub in his short, which is very symbolic, too, of what it just foreshadows his story and gives us kind of a hint at what he's kind of going through. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also see an apple, which he takes a bite of. And this is also heavily represented as a lie in Damien. And also, we wanted to say the ink blots at the end of all of the shorts, we're not really going to be talking about them. <laughs> I feel bad that we're not. I, that's a big part of Wings. It's like the album of Wings and how they're different ink blots, like over each other makes up that one ink blot, mm-hmm. like all four of them. But we're not, we're not going to get into that. I'm sorry. But Jimin's ink blot, it does look like it's an apple that has been bitten out of, mm-hmm. um, which I think is pretty cool. It is cool but because... Yeah. You, you even mentioned earlier, like the apple, if because in like the biblical kind of sense, the apple mm-hmm. represents a lie, you know, like the first mm-hmm. kind of sin. sin. And yeah. yeah, so it totally makes sense that this apple is the, the theme or, you know, one of the main symbols of lie. Lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that this video has, which is interesting, that the other videos don't really do it this way it has a very haunting kind of theme like Mm -hmm. lots of fast cuts as he's tilting his head upwards that just makes it look kind of creepy and horror filmy um Mm -hmm. which stands out from the really clinical environment um it's just kind of there i mean it goes along with the song i have always thought that the song is a very like haunting hauntingly beautiful Mm -hmm. pained kind of song and so that that kind of stylized editing goes along Mm -hmm. with that but it's just something to point out Mm -hmm. i agree it is really creepy at parts like whoa i like Mm it i do too (laughs) so the third short film is stigma which is Young's song. So his setting, and I think this goes for a lot of them too, most of the settings, it's all pretty simplistic. It's mm-hmm. just there's enough there for you to infer kind of things and, and use your imagination a little bit. So the setting is pretty simplistic, but he's mostly being questioned in a what looks like a police station. And there even is a guy there with him who's actually asking questions and Taeyang is answering back um, but he looks like he's just on this stage where they have this setup of 
what it would look like maybe inside a -hmm. police officer's office or whatever. Yeah. And there's also, mm -hmm. I was just going to say, and then when he's not on that kind of stage that's supposed Mm -hmm. to kind of be like the police department, it's just kind Mm -hmm. of like an empty, you know, like gray floor, black background Mm -hmm. with kind of like a vignette kind of effect. And it's kind of like, when when it's over there it's kind of like what he's thinking about or like what he's gone through or mm-hmm. you know like how he feels um so very yeah, cool that that is really cool and there is a tad little shot of Young in his home with his sister and his dad yeah there's a little bit of that but it's mostly in that kind of blank room nothing else really around and that mm-hmm. police station type setup yeah so the quote for this Uh, short film says it was the first fissure in the columns that upheld my childhood which every individual must destroy before he can become himself and it's interesting himself is the h is capitalized and like there's this Mm -hmm. big idea in this of like understanding or becoming your self you know your true self your Mm -hmm. true self um so that's and in in this song in the music video and everything that we know about what happens from like the webtoon he really had to destroy this part of his childhood to like move out of that abuse and that trauma and to save himself and his sister so Mm -hmm. i just find this quote to be very um fitting yeah very fitting very on the Mm -hmm. nose yeah so for connections and themes, we see a part where Young is not with anyone. He's by himself, but he's quite clearly being beat up, but there's no other fighter mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And so you can kind of go two ways with this, that like it's his father beating him up. The father just isn't present or just like this internal conflict going on with Young himself. Yeah, either one. And I think you can argue both, and I think that you can see both in this situation. Um, Mm. We also see the water bottle trigger, which is such a big thing that you and I both notice, like immediately right away away. Mm -hmm. so he's sitting you know talking with the police officer making his statement and the police officer takes you know opens a water bottle and starts to drink out of it and it triggers Young to think about his dad drinking out of a bottle of soju and Mm -hmm. he just kind of like looks away because it's the only thing he can do he can't you know Mm -hmm. very well get up or do anything else but it's so obvious that that's what it is and it sucks Mm -hmm. like it's just tough to watch every time you're like fuck like it really is hard like how quickly they did that shot there Mm -hmm. where you see Young so reflexively turn his head away from a guy drinking from a bottle of water mm-hmm. you know that's just how how small a trigger can be i think they did such a good job of capturing it i think mm-hmm. you know throughout the wings era they explore you know different kinds of things that people go through and i mean they continue to do that and love yourself um it's really mm-hmm. a big thing that bts does it's like that exploration of human Mm -hmm. existence but like the way that they capture this trigger the way that they capture like other Mm -hmm. facets of mental health throughout these short films I really Mm -hmm. have a respect for because they do it from a from an aspect of understanding um and Mm -hmm. there's no like you know pity there's no you know like 
pandering, you know, it's just yeah. like truthful. And mm-hmm. I, I, I just think it stands out to us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I yeah. feel like that's why this really stands out to us during this. Yeah. And I think that's why Wings is such a special era for a lot of people. I really wish we would have been a part of Wings when, like, when it was taking place. Mm-hmm. We didn't come in until they the were end. almost done with their Wings concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their tour. A uh, couple other things we want to mention for Young's stigma is there is a quick shot of him standing in his home dropping a glass bottle, which is kind of symbolic of what is to come with mm-hmm. like how this his story is going to escalate. Yeah. Uh, and then there at the end, we see Young like just sitting on the floor, beaten up in this empty room and this white little puppy comes over and kisses him and for a moment we see Young very very happy mm-hmm. and then this cage comes down from the ceiling and just traps him yeah. and the puppy just walks its way through the the cage and Young is stuck and watches him and he just cries while the puppy walks away mm-hmm. it's a really hard short film for me to watch yeah. it's to me there's just so much trauma um it just really it hits me in a different way it's also yeah. too young but it's just such a sad story and all it is of them are an incredibly bed. sad uh, yeah you're right all of them mm-hmm. have really sad stories this one is incredibly sad too because mm-hmm. just like going through abuse like that and like and there's so many people too that ha- mm-hmm. like go through this the same kind of thing yeah Mm -hmm. which is just fucking awful and yeah yeah, so I think it hits that chord for a lot of people and Mm -hmm. we can talk about the puppy meaning it means if I mean people talk about it meaning a few different things like Mm -hmm. a lot of people say like oh it's the loss of innocence when the cage Mm -hmm. comes down on him it's like he's going to jail and the puppy leaves him because he's lost his innocence he's you know he's Mm -hmm. he's murdered and he obviously has to grow up and deal with everything now regardless of what his past was like um but it can also mean joy and happiness and like you Mm -hmm. know that one brief little moment that he was still happy you know in that Mm -hmm. moment when he saw it so anyways stigma Mm. so heartbreaking so heartbreaking it's tough so the next short film is first love which is yunki's first love the setting for this is pretty cool. It's like this music store just out on the street. Uh, it's just the outline of this small store. There's no stores around mm-hmm. it, which is really cool. It's nighttime. Uh, and then there's also a shot there, too, where he's on an empty row, just kind of like looking for Jungkook. Obviously, when we get into it, we'll mention that. But he's just out there looking for Jungkook on this empty road. Yeah. So the quote for this short film says, there are numerous ways in which God can make us lonely and lead us back to ourselves. Ourselves is capitalized. Uh, This Mm -hmm. was the way he dealt with me at that time. So it it seems like it's reference. It's saying that Yoongi is going to have some sort of like judgment or like some sort of trial that Mm -hmm. is going to make him lonely where he's, isolated and, and separated and we really see the struggle we've already mentioned the connections that we noticed from Jungkook to Yoongi but we really mm-hmm. see in this short film we see Yoongi struggling and wanting to get to Jungkook but just not having mm-hmm. a way 
Yeah. That last line, this was the way he dealt with me at that time. Like yeah. it just really, I think rings for a Jungi's story. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so getting into the connections and themes that we found with First Love, I have to immediately point out that just, (laughs) yeah. You guys just brace yourselves because this <laughs> you have fucking, to preface this this <laughs> shit like we were not even we didn't even have this in here we decided to mm-hmm. watch the short films one more time before recording and a fucking mm-hmm. chorus like bethany sees this little thing and i am i'm i'm not okay <laughs> you tell us tell us about it because i'm so fucking Well, the thing is, is when we were watching, like we were FaceTiming and everything, and I think you had your headphones in and I probably gave you like tinnitus and I'm so sorry (laughs) because I freaked out so hard when I saw this. So when Yoongi approaches this music shop on the street, he goes and picks up that rock and he breaks the window to break into this music store and I couldn't help but to notice right like next to the door and you can see it multiple times in the short film is a poster of Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here album which is the <sighs> album that we mentioned in our last episode for Fire when Yoongi ends up like shaking hands with that guy that hooded figure and blows up like he doesn't blow up in flames but he lights up in flames the exact same album for Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here like concept the fact that that's there, I'm like, okay, obviously some BTS member or some big hit staff member was very much influenced uh-huh. um, by the Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here album. I just, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> when, <laughs> I feel like I, not many people know about this. Not many armies know about I this. I have never seen anyone talk about this <laughs> fucking ever i mean last week when we were doing save me and fire and you were like oh Corey says that this reminds me reminds him of this album and then we went mm-hmm. and looked it up and we were like oh my fucking god it's totally just like this album and yeah. then this week we see the fucking album it just confirms it all it just <laughs> confirms it all i mean and it's so crazy to it was me. pretty cool that that happened just yeah. <laughs> right before we went into research. Yeah. I mean, I, not research, but to record. To record, yeah. <laughs> um, I just think how cool is that connection and the, mm-hmm. the fact that we get to point it out. And like you said, I really have not seen anyone talk about this before. So mm-hmm. maybe there's some deeper BTS Pink Floyd connection that we need to be yeah. like, we need to go listen to this album now. Yeah. Like. It's so funny because during this research, I'm like, Kayla, am I in the rabbit hole? Like, I think I'm just in the hole. <laughs> yes. Way too deep. Yes. <laughs> Down it's, below. Isn't it so fun, though? It's so fun. It is fun. It is fun. Maybe yeah. with BTS on break like this, we're just going to, and we have like the next two weeks are going to be part two and part three of Wings. We're going to be so fucking deep in the rabbit hole. Like, <laughs> we're going to have oh, to yeah. climb out before comeback. Yeah. Like. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do that, but I have no we'll fucking have clue. To. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have to really talk about uh, this other Yoongi Jungkook connection. So Yoongi like throws a rock through the store front door, super destructive. Um, he goes mm-hmm. in just to play piano. He's playing Begin on the piano. 
And then Mm -hmm. he hears begin being whistled and he kind of like turns his head towards the sound. And ultimately the sound of begin being like ominously and dare I say hauntingly whistled. It is haunting. It is haunting. Mm -hmm. Um, He just goes out. It leads him out of the store to go try to find it. And that's what leads Mm -hmm. him down the empty road where there's, no street lights there's nothing in front of him there's nothing behind him and he just kind of starts running down the road he's just running after this whistle he's trying to mm-hmm. get there you know and it's clear on his face you can tell on his face that he's tired and he's not making it and he's not making any progress you know yeah so while he's standing on that road he sees headlights kind of coming towards him and a car zooms by him very quickly and almost hits him, Mm -hmm. which makes me think about, you know, the car that was in Jungkook's dream that he was kind of having a little nightmare about. And then of course we, we know, or I mean, it's implied in the future storyline that he gets hit by a car. Yeah. Right. That Jungkook does. But right. I could see maybe at this time people think that Yoongi gets hit by a car at some well, point. Well, I meant that Jungkook gets mm-hmm. hit, Like, it's implied in the storyline that Jungkook gets hit by a car. So it's, like, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of, like, that connection between mm-hmm. them two that I feel like makes Yoongi think about or worry about Jungkook. And, of course, the car crashes into the store. And I guess it's not relevant who was driving the car because there's nobody in it when we can see it. Yeah. Yeah. But there at the end we see this scene where the car had crashed into the music store and there's the piano and the piano's in flames and the car is in flames and just everything's on fire and Yoongi's just staring at it. So mm-hmm. you see his first love, his piano on fire. You see the car that symbolizes kind of Jungkook no longer being a part of his life and all of it's just up in flames. Yeah. I'm like, wow. It's just the imagery within that last shot there at the end of First Love, the short film. Yeah, Everything that mm-hmm. Yoongi had that made him happy and made him feel connected Mm -hmm. was burnt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it goes back to the quote of making him feel lonely, but this loneliness Mm -hmm. is hopefully a path to lead him back to himself. Yeah. So let's get on to reflection. Reflection. Short film number five. (laughs) Number five. Yeah. So the setting is inside this shipping container, which is, what we come to find is Namjoon's home. That's where he is living, uh, kind of in this poverty area. And then there's the scene kind of changes to the shipping container being a wall filled with just entirely mirrors. Like all mm-hmm. the walling is mirrors. Uh, we also see a just like empty room with a telephone booth that's sitting on like a pile of sand. Mm-hmm. And that's really the only kind of shots that we get in for the setting for reflection so the quote at the beginning of reflection is quite a bit longer than the previous ones and it's pretty Mm -hmm. dark Um, very dark so it says the other realm however overlapping half our house was completely different a loud mixture of horrendous, intriguing, frightful, mysterious things, including slaughterhouses and prisons, drunkards and screeching fishwives, calving cows, horses sinking into their death, tales of robberies, murders, and suicides. So, mm-hmm. fuck. Fuck, like, really heavy. Really heavy yeah. shit. Um, obviously, with this short film, 
dipping into something a bit darker um Mm -hmm. especially with the talk of of, like the last sentence robberies murders and suicides um Mm -hmm. some of the worst things to deal with um horrendous yeah yeah. just the all of it that that whole quote at the beginning not only is long but it's just full with just these very dark dark things Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So getting into some of the connections and themes that we see in reflection, at the very beginning, we see Namjoon tattooing himself, which very much reminds us of danger, which throughout a lot of these short films, we get these little danger references, which is crazy to me that back even in the danger era, we have some of these connections that are coming through Mm -hmm. so early on BTS that we're still going through today. Um, But he's tattooing that... What is it called? A sparrowhawk? Sparrowhawk, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's tattooing that on himself. He's making reference to a picture or a drawing of it, Mm -hmm. which I think, I don't know if there's a connection with Jungkook's short film where Jungkook had mailed off. It looked like he had mailed off that drawing. It looks like the same one that Jungkook mailed off that we see Jungkook mm-hmm. putting it into an, some sort of envelope, but mm-hmm. we don't see like him necessarily do anything with it. But then this little picture that Namjoon is holding as reference for the tattoo mm-hmm. definitely looks a lot like that same yeah. picture. Mm-hmm. But then he ends up burning it and then dropping it into a glass of what I think we can assume is an alcohol because it's this kind of brownish liquid uh-huh. that he drinks and then after he drinks it he falls to the ground and his tattoo turns all colorful which to me is that like illusion world that other world yeah uh, oh shit girl you're so you're so right <laughs> and this, this whole time like whenever i saw this tattoo i was like what the fuck is this color like i know it means something but like now that we're talking about this illusion world in the real world, totally yeah. makes sense for that to be so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we also see a lot of the mirrors are symbolic. The song is called Reflection. Uh, Namjoon standing inside his his home with all these mirrors looking at himself. He gets to the point where he has to like cover his ears. Yeah. Like it's deafening seeing himself. It's just, again, I mean, haunting. I think Wings is all kind of like that it's like the you know the facing your demons type thing that they're Mm -hmm. all supposed to be doing and man if you are self-conscious if you do not like yourself being Mm -hmm. in a room full of mirrors would just Mm -hmm. be terrible i think like earlier when we were watching this my first reaction just seeing the shipping container go from like his little house with his little items to like just wall-to-wall mirrors everywhere Mm -hmm. i was like i would hate to be in there and it gets to the point see see so much of yourself i mean i'm i'm not even like i obviously i go through like times of low self-esteem and everybody has parts Mm -hmm. of like their body that they're self-conscious about whatever but i just think the not being able to escape that constant reflection and having nothing else would be so terrible and yeah he does like get to the point of pick at everything i would i would think over time i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's like the obsession over 
every part of yourself would you wouldn't be able to escape it after a time you know and I think that's kind Which of the I point think really just is so symbolic of what Namjoon's I think largest struggle in life has been mm-hmm. just based on like persona and all of that that came through the love yourself concepts everything yeah. it's, I think it's very reflective of of Namjoon and how he constantly is evaluating himself it Mm -hmm. seems like and he can't you know let himself he can't give himself credit you know it's almost Mm -hmm. and I just I so value and respect his honesty in this topic because Mm -hmm. even you know everybody has a topic or kind of like a theme for their song Mm -hmm. that you know are is written to that they portray and I truly feel like Namjoon's is so personal to him and it's a theme that I feel like I mean we talk about but a lot of people don't understand how big of a toll it can take on you mentally and Mm -hmm. to be at this constant like battle with yourself and not feeling good enough and you know not feeling like you can love yourself and so this this reflection becomes so deafening to him that we see him cover mm-hmm. his ears and then ultimately mm-hmm. we see the mirrors all shatter kind of like yeah. exploding out of the wall and it's a very mm-hmm. beautiful shot when it does it but it it's is, at yeah. that point he can it's like in slow motion yeah it's in slow it motion in. it's mm-hmm. so cool and then at that point after the mirrors shatter he's able to actually walk out of the shipping container Mm-hmm. and leave and from yeah and from there we transition into that kind of open empty room where there's a phone booth and we hear the phone ringing and that's when he finally like removes his hands from his ears when he hears the phone ringing which mm-hmm. we can insinuate that this is Young who is calling him because at the end of Young short which we didn't mention he ends up saying he wants to make a phone call yeah uh, so we we come to find that Young calls Namjoon mm-hmm. but when he approaches the telephone booth it's entirely locked up in chains and mm-hmm. he's just beating at it he's pulling at it he's trying to break the chains he's trying to get in with all of his efforts and then he just kind of gives up because it's kind of hopeless yeah he can't get to it and yeah they're all trying to get to each other and they just can't yeah they're all whether or not how plainly they're saying it this is like they're all isolated in Mm -hmm. their own shit that they're going through and Mm -hmm. they you know they need each other for support to get through it but they can't get to each other because the shit they're going through is so bad and i just feel like that's Mm -hmm. such a it's i mean i want to say wonderful but it's a true uh, representation of like what struggling with mental health can be oh, you know yeah. regardless mm-hmm. I think all of these seven short films we're getting to mama we're getting to awake but all of them like represent some kind of thing that we go through mentally as humans and we mm-hmm. all might have different experiences with them or whatever but you know I think it's kind of just saying like yeah. it's physically showing how lonely we can feel in our problems and Mm -hmm. at the same time showing how badly they each want to be able to get to each other to help Mm -hmm. i really think that yoongi and jungkook's storyline is something that happens to all of us Mm -hmm. i think it really goes to show just how if you're going through you know your mental health just isn't in the right place a lot of people tend to isolate because they're trying to well it's like we we isolate because we don't want to be that person like we don't want to be a burden on somebody else or we feel like you know they just won't get it you know yeah 
I think when you have your own demons and you're trying to kind of figure things out, it's really hard to, um, to be with other people at that time, you know, or you want to be with people, but your own mental health is kind of holding you back from it. And I think Yoongi and Jungkook's storyline really hits in on that because you can see Jungkook really wants to be with Yoongi and almost blames himself for for Yoongi not wanting to be with him or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But Yoongi is so stuck in all the loss that he's had, you know, mm-hmm. that he can't do it you know as much as we see him trying to in his video he can't Mm -hmm. he can't get there um and i just feel like this theme we're hitting on this pretty heavily but i feel like this theme continues on into the the love yourself and into persona because it's something that we talk about in like Mm -hmm. our album reviews is just like reaching out you know reaching out to people i know i'm really bad at this i'm really bad at reaching out but just like if you need something or if you feel like you're not you know Mm -hmm. as okay as you previously were like Mm -hmm. I feel like so often BTS through their music and through their symbolism is telling us it's okay we're all dealing with it reach Mm -hmm. out you know you you don't have to be alone in this and so in this wings um in these short films we're really seeing that first representation of what it's like to be in any you know uh having a problem with a mental illness and being stuck in it by yourself yeah mm-hmm. definitely so all right let's do mama moving on yeah. yeah mama's next that's the sixth short film Mama is J-Hope's song. So for this setting, he's in an all-white isolation room. And to me, it just looks like this white cushioned prison cell. It literally looks like a prison cell. It's like an insane um, asylum cell, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. total, something out of a movie. With white cushions, yeah, everywhere. Um, and that's pretty much the only room that he's he's in the entire time. And it ends up transitioning into this room where after he takes like medicine it becomes all these like neon goopy colored splattered kind of all over the walls Mm -hmm. which if we're going along with what you pointed out earlier with like the color being like the world of illusion I think Mm -hmm. it very much makes sense in this short film for -hmm. all of the color to represent the world of illusion yeah so the quote for this video says With a face that resembled her son's, timeless, ageless, and full of inner strength, the beautiful woman smiled with dignity. Her gaze was fulfillment, her greeting a homecoming. Silently, I stretched my hands out to her. So this quote is very poignant because um, we know that J-Hope's story is that he was abandoned by his mother at Mm. an amusement park carnival type thing, and he is constantly... Uh, going through trauma from that event, from yeah, that childhood that abandonment. All the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. reaching his hands out to her and finding nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the connections and themes, at the very beginning, we see a doctor that signs off on this on this white piece of paper, like it's just like a medical record, and he's signing off underneath a diagnosis of Munchausen syndrome, Mm -hmm. which we've touched on Munchausen syndrome before, but we'll give you just a brief 
definition of what Munchausen syndrome is. It's a mental disorder in which a person repeatedly and deliberately acts as if he or she has a physical or mental illness when he or she is not really sick. It is highly associated with severe emotional difficulties. Mm -hmm. And so what's really kind of confusing with J-Hope's story is that we see this diagnosis of Munchausen syndrome, but we also find out later on in the like Save Me series, in the webtoon, we see that he has narcolepsy. So it's really kind of, I don't know if he has two diagnoses. You know, uh, what's or- coming to mind now, when we talked about the narcolepsy in the webtoon series, like by the end, we had kind of decided that it seems like his narcolepsy is like a trigger, you know, when he's being triggered by mm-hmm. something from that day of abandonment. And he just is so overwhelmed by it that he passes out. Um, I wonder, you know, just because we're so confused by this, I wonder if this is like a misdiagnosis. Like, Could be. I don't know if they would intentionally put that in there, but like, you know, those types of things happen, you know? Oh yeah. And Especially with mental health, like mental disorders, they can be misdiagnosed yeah. pretty much all the time. I mean, they thought he was the, faking and just gave him yeah. a bunch of pills instead, you know, when really they should have been treating him for trauma and, you know, I'm just spitballing, but maybe that's kind of what's going on. Yeah, I think it's hard to to really know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just thinking uh, the the like DMS, which is like what they diagnose like all the mental health disorders around. Like it's just constantly being redone, mm-hmm. like every other year or so. Like I think we're on the DSM five now, but it's just like it's constantly changing so the diagnoses for mental health is just so much to it Mm -hmm. yeah so it's still changing like we're still learning so much about diagnosing like mental health Mm -hmm. the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders um so yeah he very well could have like gotten a different diagnosis or been i've never thought of that misdiagnosed or something like that yeah Mm -hmm. um so something that happens when he's in this room that kind of sparks the rest of the video. There's two small doors low on the wall on the left and right of him and they open and then just a waterfall of pills pours out of them. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Just an unbelievable, an absurd amount, you know, a pile on each side and he, you know, grabs some and it, it puts in little pictures of like, um, like a martini glass full of pills, almost like this mm-hmm. is a treat. Um, and so he takes these pills and after he takes these pills, it seems like he like hallucinates. It's like neon colored, like you said, like goop um, splattered all over the walls and kind of now that we're talking about like the world of illusion kind of maybe relates to that world of illusion, which would make sense if he's taking pills, taking some sort of, antipsychotic mm-hmm. or like something like that that he doesn't really need um mm-hmm. and that you know he's hallucinating or just on. adverse effects mm-hmm. or unpleasant effects of, right of having like not the outcome that he needs mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it gets to the point where he just starts like pounding at the walls like he wants to get out and then finally at the end he 
looks out of the isolation room and like through the little peephole kind of thing and he sees that painting of a forest that we had that Jimin saw in the lie short film and to me I think this is like a very subtle reference that they're maybe in the same hospital there was also that empty bed next to Jimin in his short film lie which could be symbolic of like someone once was there and he like has a pillow fight but there's no one there with him uh so he ends up getting like just walking out of the room that Hobie was once in. Mm -hmm. He walks out, he looks at the painting and he pulls out a Snickers bar from his pocket. I still to this day do not know what the Snickers bar references. I I don't know if his mom gave him a Snickers bar before she left, like as a little extra, like here, let's have you be really, really happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cause that's what she did. She had him at like a carnival. But he ends up taking a bite of this Snickers bar and he just does this beautiful smile. And right then the picture of the forest fades into that picture that we see over and over of a mother holding a child. Hmm. Wow. Now that you say this, I'm like, does the picture show them what they want to see? Like Jimin wants to be out. So he sees the outside and... Hosok is standing there smiling, eating a Snickers bar and seeing a picture of a mother holding a child. Or does it just know. change to that after he <laughs> walks away? I don't know. I think it's just after he walks away, it's when it changes. So, but uh, definitely, obviously, symbolism mm-hmm. that relates to him and his story. Mm-hmm. So, right, so on moving to on to the last short film, yeah, yep, Awake. Jen, who just really this brings a lot of clarity, even though really it doesn't bring that much clarity, but <laughs> we see a lot of things brought together. And this is where people are like, Jen is dead, Jen is this, Jen is that. Like, Jen is very separate from the rest of them. Yeah. He just has this knowing look. So, his setting, he's got a couple. Uh, the first one that he starts in, he's in this like dining room area and there's this long dining room table and he's sitting there alone at the head of the table. And this this table that we see is very symbolic of what we see in what's to come with their album release, Blood's, their hit track, Blood, Sweat and Tears. Mm-hmm. We see that in the music video, but we don't know that at this point because we just have the short films. <laughs> uh, and then another really large... Uh, setting that we see and we see a lot in the webtoon series is what looks like Jin's apartment like a one-room apartment there's just a twin-size bed in there there's a large windowsill with curtains and then just furniture kind of throughout which we'll get a little bit into the connections and themes with what's in the room Mm -hmm. so the quote from this short film says the bird fights its way out of the egg the egg is the world who would be born must first destroy a world. The bird flies to God and that God's name is Abraxas. So I don't really have any clarity for you guys about this quote. Um, I looked up Abraxas and I just, I feel like it's familiar, but I just, yeah, I looked it up and I didn't find anything that to me like made sense. Maybe you will when you look it up. Um, I think the Abraxas is a mystic word made up of Greek letters. It is referred to as Abraxas in some sources, which may have been the earlier spelling. The word was believed to have magical properties and was inscribed on ancient charms. Hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, see, that's exactly the point I came to. I should have looked this up beforehand, but I don't know. Yeah, but um, the bird flies to God. The bird can represent Jungkook. It can also represent Jin kind of trapped. I know, like, when we were doing the Save Me webtoon, we were like... Who the fuck, what the fuck is this cat? What the fuck is this voice that's like talking to him and controlling all of this? So that could be like the quote, like God aspect of it. Like somebody who is controlling Mm -hmm. what's going on. And Jin is kind of like that, that middleman that we see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So getting into some of the connections and themes, We see an apple on that long table, which we think really heavily references to Jimin's lie. Uh, We see him take a bite of the apple. He drops the the apple to the floor. Uh, And again, I think that just goes back to just this like sin Mm -hmm. and all sorts of just kind of symbolisms that, that come throughout. But we also see him take a picture with a Polaroid camera of these... I guess they're lilies. I don't know. There's what flower it is. Isn't Yeah, they look like white lilies. Yeah. Um, but he takes a picture of that with the Polaroid, which to me I think is his picture. We'll talk about the Polaroid pictures at the end of the short film. Mm-hmm. But to me, that like picture that he takes is supposed to resemble himself. Mm-hmm. He's also listening to like headphones, or he's got like an earpiece in and just one ear, and he takes it out. I have no idea what that references to. I think that references potentially that he knows more or like he knows the stories or the events of everyone else. Yeah, I feel like it's like, you know, he's being told, you know, what to do or, you know, he's he Mm -hmm. is being told information at the very least. Mm -hmm. Um, So that I mean, maybe that can relate to like the quote. with like where it implies like this God that the bird is fighting its way, you know, to or something. Um, definitely. It didn't seem like, you know, he's not sitting there listening to music. You guys, he's like yeah. getting some sort of, somebody's <laughs> telling him something, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a few, actually seven different things, six different things in this video physically represented in the setting that we've come to decide represents the different members. So in Jin's apartment room on the door, the backside of the door that's to the inside of the room, there's scratches on the door, which mm-hmm. we say is representative of Young, um, trying desperately to escape his father Um, there's also a piano in the room and at one point Jin plays with a lighter. So the piano Mm -hmm. can represent Yoongi and Jungkook both. And then the lighter can represent Yoongi. Um, there's a dresser that has chains over it, which is reminiscent of Namjoon running to the phone booth that has chains wrapped around it, um, can't get in and then there's a painting of a blackbird which is obviously representative of jungkook our sparrow hawk um mm-hmm. so we just kind of loved how they put all of these different representations of them into mm-hmm. the the living space i think it makes a lot of sense yeah. with the aesthetic of the video and like with mm-hmm. the purpose um i just really enjoyed all those to point out 
Yeah. I did come across the problem of like, where is Hobie represented Uh within all of this? Because I never felt that Hobie was really brought out. But I did find this weird connection when I was watching Awake. And I kind of noticed it during Mama. And I even barely noticed it a little bit with Stigma. But there is this wallpaper in the hallway where... I guess there's another setting for Jen's awake is past the doors. He walks that long hallway to like start his day of trying to go and save his friends. And at the end of the hallway is the painting of the sparrow hawk. Mm -hmm. But I noticed the wallpaper in the hallway and I feel like I haven't seen any theory YouTube videos. This is another one of those things that you guys need to like brace yourself for. Like, it's not like we have a huge (laughs) explanation for it, but it's just one of those like connections. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So on this like wallpaper in the hallway, to me, when I just saw it, right, like just interpreting what I could from what I was looking at, it reminded me of like an altered figure of like a Hindu deity. And when we started to get more into the research and we were looking at like Demian and stuff, we in that synopsis that we kind of read of Demian, the show world of illusion they said related to like hindu concepts of maya mm-hmm. and this kind of looks like an interpretation painting of maya in a way but maybe that's a stretch and this is where i'm like i'm really in the rabbit hole i don't know but to me i think it makes some sense and i think that they had a purpose for this wallpaper yeah and if you look in mama when j-hope takes the pill it focuses in on his eye, specifically on his pupil, where you can see the graffiti that uh, Tae Young had painted and had like scraped away at. And it's also this like figure of like this Hindu deity mm-hmm. looking kind of thing. It looks like it's got like two legs at the bottom uh-huh. and like one hand looks like it's holding the world or like a ball uh-huh. or something. And it's just. It's just brought up multiple times. Yeah. And so that was the only connection I could really make to Hobie. But I'm like, it's also kind of more of a connection to Young because it's the graffiti that he puts. Mm-hmm. But they all are connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like what we're seeing more and more throughout, like even just looking at these short films is like each mm-hmm. one of them connects to other members and can connect to multiple other members. And we didn't go super into detail about all of that, but I think you guys can kind of draw the lines and see yeah. where they all might connect in more places. But I um, think it might resemble that like it should be. I think it could be symbolic of like this show world of illusion. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the other thing is, is that like when they zoom in on his eye and you see it, you see that graffitied on the industrial rolling gate. Um, mm-hmm. It's super colorful. And mm-hmm. we have talked about now multiple times that that color can represent that illusion world and that's you know what he sees have brought it in multiple times i'm just like i'm not entirely sure what it is to represent but i think that's what it is so jen walks down the hallway to leave his apartment to go out to help his other members you know to help his friends to save them and he walks down this hallway of illusion to do so that's what the fucking wallpaper is stop i hate this i really do hate this stuff like it's just 
It's too much. It's too much to take in. It's too deep. It's so deep and it's so much to unpack. (laughs) And like, I was not expecting that we'd be at an hour and 20 minutes. We did spend the first like 18 minutes talking about other stuff, but like we had a lot to catch up on. But like this, Mm -hmm. it's so we could go into so much more depth than we're even going into. Mm hmm. So, of course, we have to mention the lily petals that mm-hmm. you said, you know, we think these lily petals represent Jin. They repeat over mm-hmm. and over in his uh, videos. And he took that picture of them at the beginning. We think that picture is like his picture. And then we see uh-huh. him burn some lily petals on the ground. And it's almost uh-huh. like he's ridding himself of himself if that makes sense if the if the Mm -hmm. petals if the lily is representative of him and he's burning it it's like he's taking that part of himself and getting rid of it and moving on Mm -hmm. which would make sense in the idea of the save me series and concept that he has to kind of put himself aside to save Mm -hmm. everybody else yeah but then we see him just kind of like rolling in bed. His like vision is, is distorted. I think that really shows the difference between these two worlds that he seems to be living. He keeps reliving the same day over and over, which we come to find out later on. Um, we also see like a bird fly past that windowsill. And we've kind of seen the bird fly across the forest in that painting. We've seen the bird repetitively, which I think is the sparrowhawk, which is like potentially Jungkook. Mm-hmm. Um, but this bird also looks a lot larger, which makes me think it's that like thing that gives him the power to go back in time. Yeah. But then in the freaking webtoon, it's like this cat-like figure. I just, it, you know, I'm frustrated. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't really connect. It doesn't make sense and that's okay. <laughs> um, but at the very end, we see six Polaroid pictures on the floor in Jen's room and they all slowly come into focus one after another. Mm-hmm. So the first one shows pic- a picture of mirrors, which we think is Nam June. The next one is that picture of um, like a mom figure holding onto their child, which we think resembles Hosok. We then see a picture of an apple, which we believe is Jimin and like symbolic of lie and sin. Then we see a piano, which we very much believe is Yoongi, his first love, we see a bird painting of that like sparrow hawk, which we believe is Jungkook. And then the last one is those scratch doors, which we we feel is Young mm-hmm. trying to break out of his abusive home. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is that these are all pictures that Jin has taken from his environment and Mm -hmm. they so clearly represent the other members, um, which kind of goes back to like the different things in his room being representative of other members. In fact, some of them overlap, Mm -hmm. but um, it's just interesting that in like the concept of what's going on in the storyline that that's what he has. It's like, these are his representations of his friends, like his symbols Mm -hmm. to remind himself to keep going and, you know, to help them. Um, Mm -hmm. and also just representative of like the things that each one of them are dealing with, you know, like each one of their problems, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, your reflection, abandonment, living a lie, incredible loss wanting to have freedom and independence and wanting to get out of a terrible situation um each one of those mm-hmm. pictures polaroids represents their kind of struggles yeah. that they're going through yeah yeah i think it's a great end to all of the the short films to kind of bring it all together mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. 
But yeah, yeah, that was all the wing short films. I'm glad we covered all of them. It needed its own episode, and I think it really sets the stage for what's to come yeah. with the release of Wings. Yeah. So I think next week we're probably talking about like the teasers and Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And then the following week, we might talk about the Blood, Sweat, and Tears Japanese music video and theories shit because we're going to be unable to help ourselves at that point. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we'll keep you we'll keep you guys posted. So be looking for those. We obviously are so excited to have finally gotten to do wings. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode or if you've enjoyed any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. Like we said at the beginning, you can write a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. It's huge. Um, amazing things have been happening for us and for this podcast ever since we've gotten to 300 reviews we really would love and appreciate if those could continue um it just means the world to us and we of course have to thank you guys for all of the kind reviews we've gotten so far that you guys are so wonderful and so nice um yes, thank you you can let us know what you think about this wings episode or any of our previous episodes by reaching out to us via email or social media and of course you can find links for all of those things in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts